This is a HeadGum Podcast. Okay, it's time to commit. 2024 is the year for prioritizing yourself. Begin your new smile journey with Byte, and you could start seeing results in just two to three weeks. Just order your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95 at Byte.com. Bite clear liners are doctor directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces, plus they offer financing options, accept eligible insurance, and you could pay with your HSA, FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at bite.com. That's B Y T E.com. Start your confidence journey today with Bite. Hi there, it's Julia Louis Dreyfus. You may know me from my podcast called Wiser Than Me, where I talk to older women and get their wisdom from the front lines of life. I was amazed by how many people told me our show made them look forward to getting older, which is why I'm here to talk about season two of the show. Sally Field, Billie Jean King, Beverly Johnson, Ina Garten, Bonnie Ray, just to name a few. All hail old women. Wiser Than Me season two is out now from Lemonada Media. Tig. Cheryl. Oh, man. I had a heart. This is. <laughs> Go ahead. I don't know what got into me during this podcast. I had a real. Yeah, I feel like this was an episode like no other. Yeah. I had an episode in the episode. Let's just get into the okay, episode. Let's get into it. You'll see. You guys will see. Okay. Uh, ladies and jerks, welcome to. Wait, stand by. What's the name of this? Tony Hawk until the wheels fall off. <laughs> It all started when Tig and Cheryl met in the mid-2000s. Hey, nice to meet you, Tig. I'm Cheryl Hines. Hi, Cheryl. I'm Tig Notaro. Should we do a podcast about documentaries? Yes. A podcast about documentaries? Is this microphone on? Five furious frogs fiddling faintly. Furious frogs fiddling faintly. Five furious frogs faintly. I am the first ever podcast, and Tig and Cheryl are following in the sound of my footsteps. Let's get started. I'm so ready. Tig and Cheryl. True story. Hi, Cheryl. Hi, Tig. I don't want to show you what I'm eating. I wasn't asking to see. No, but I know. But when I do something bad, I feel like I have to tell people. Why is it bad? Because it's ruffles? (laughs) 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 Well, yeah, potato chips. I don't know. It's not that bad, is it? Worst thing. I don't know. I love chips. Okay. I, I was just having some black bean quinoa chips. Well, see, that's, that's, <laughs> that's different than But ruffles. not really. It's all just, you it's know. It's all the same it's, crap. It's yeah. fried, whatever. Look, I love chips. And okay. as we know, I am a vegan person, but I do, you know, I'm not a whole food plant-based vegan. I, I lean towards that, but I have some, if some ruffles pop up, I'll eat them. You'll do it. Yeah. Well, I mean, why why wouldn't ruffles be vegan? Now I'm looking at the No, they're they're vegan. They're oh, not okay. whole food plant-based. No. Whole food plant-based okay. is like uh just straight up vegetables and fruits well, and nuts and seeds and who's things got like that. that. Kind of time? Honestly. We all do, but oh. <laughs> I mean, I'm not saying everyone Whatever. People get sensitive about that and they're like, I can't where I live or I can't because... It's hard. hard. Listen, we don't have to start out with you giving a lecture. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Well, are you doing okay in general? I'm still here uh, with my brother and my sister-in-law and my new uh, nephew. Your little baby. uh, A little tiny Mm -hmm. sack of one potato and he is just... So cute. So it's so crazy how you just hold this little body and you don't know this person, but you love them immediately and you cannot wait to see who they are. I know. I remember that about Kat. I could not, I could not wait to hear her voice. To yeah. See, yeah. See who she turned out to be. And whew. I remember my mother always would say, listen, sweetie, I absolutely adored you and your brother but i was so bored when you were babies i couldn't wait till you could talk to me and tell me what you were thinking and uh that you'd have to know my mother but um it sums up her personality she just was like she wanted to hang out she wanted to get into she wanted to get started yeah you know she's like when is this crap over <laughs> yeah, this like this blob. baby crap and are, how, how are you 
I'm good. I feel like I'm gonna, I say this, but it's probably not gonna happen. But you're starting to make me feel self-conscious about singing on this show. If it, if every time I sing something, it's going to end up like on the podcast uh, mm-hmm. with the original singer of the song. That's yeah. intimidating. Um, I think that we have some very beautiful duets that have happened <laughs> that have come from this. And thanks, thanks, Tig. I don't think we should stop. I think people really enjoy it. They do. I, I mean, know they do. I mean, if you like music, and I do. And I know you do. Yeah. Um, although today we're um, pivoting from the music scene. Mm-hmm. Oh, did you, did you like that? Well, you were pivoting I'm, from... I'm transitioning. Yeah. Today we're rolling into something else. Oh, my oh God. God. What, I don't know what what's are you, happening? a local newscaster? <laughs> <laughs> Which, by the way, I just have to tell you, this yeah. friend of mine one time called me and she said, did you hear about that um, earthquake that shook Taiwan. And I said, wait a minute, we can't have this conversation if you're going to talk to me like you just read a news headline. There's no there's no <laughs> world where that's really how you People talk. People talk to each other? Yeah. A t- an well, earthquake have you shook heard about Taiwan. <laughs> have you heard about how the earthquake shook Taiwan? <laughs> I know. I said, did you just read a newspaper? And she said, I actually did. Yeah. And, and I that was, was like, the, the header. Yeah. Okay. So today mm-hmm. we're rolling into this documentary. Oh, it's boy. called Tony Hawk Until the Wheels Fall Off. Mm-hmm. It's a 2022 documentary directed by Sam Jones, featuring interviews with Tony, his family members, and many of his fellow skateboarders. And the film follows the decades long career of the most successful skateboarder, border. Oh, I thought it said borderer. Sorry. No. no. <laughs> it makes more sense for it to be border. Yeah, just a, yeah, just. Not a skateboarder. <laughs> a successful skateboarder of all time. Tony Hawk Until the Wheels Fall Off is available to watch on HBO Max. Okay, there's a lot of skateboarding going on in this documentary. Did you ever skateboard? No. Did you? Yeah, you probably did. Look at me, of course, of course. I used to skateboard. We had a dog when I was growing up, and the dog was very wild, just very wild and wolf-like. And I would, when my mother would tell me to go walk the dog, I would get on my skateboard and have the dog pull me around, and I would get up to very high speeds. (laughs) And then my dog would see a squirrel. Oh, no. Yeah, and I, I would go flying. And I remember one time I was wearing white jeans. <laughs> and I was pulled off the skateboard, sliding down the street, and my and hip was bleeding <gasps> through the white jeans on my hip. <laughs> oh my I, it was so painful slash embarrassing because I was in junior high school, you know. Oh, that's a lot. That's yeah. a lot. That's a lot. I should have been embarrassed, though, having my dog pulling me on a skateboard, though, probably. No. You probably thought you were cool. No, it was just laziness, mm. truly. It was, I was a teenager. I didn't want to walk the dog. I thought, mm-hmm. I no. just get on the skateboard. Do skateboarders ever wear mouth guards? I don't know. I would imagine some maybe I mean, do. I didn't see any in this documentary, and it was quite concerning. I remember there was a half pipe in the woods near my house, oh. and um, and I went out there, and I was more of like a street skater. Yeah, just down the sidewalk. Yeah, like curb. people, yeah. But I went out to this half pipe, and I remember smoking there and, oh. and dipping tobacco Mm-mm. and... Mm-mm. What? That's so gross. Did you put the... When you dip tobacco, are you putting it like... In between in, my in lip, between your like front bottom teeth yeah. and your lip and your lip, yeah. And then yeah. Do I don't do it anymore. It? Yeah, yeah, I was spitting. Oh. I was spitting. You know, I was just your run of the mill little girl <laughs> out <laughs> skating I was doing around. The exact same thing. The exact same thing. <laughs> do you think we would have been friends when we were kids? Mm, maybe. 
Because I was still very popular, very well liked, and yeah. like all the popular pretty girls like wanted to be my friend, and yeah. all the rock and roll dudes wanted to be my skaters, oh. you know. Ragadocious alert! Hey. You appeal to everyone, is what I'm hearing. Yes, I, and that's again in my comedy. Everyone <laughs> just likes me. <laughs> um, but yeah, so I would hang out at the half pipe and smoke half cigarettes. Pipe. What exactly, what does a half pipe mean? I mean, I get it. It's a half of a pipe. But what pipe? There's no way to know. <laughs> There's no way to know. And mm-hmm. I'm not willing to Google to no, find it out. Nobody is. If we had had Tony Hawk as a guest today, we would have answers. But it is fun watching this documentary because he's so, you know, he's the best in the world. Well, you've never seen me skate. <laughs> with uh, your dog. With a dog. <laughs> But, you know, I mean, maybe I don't have a good appreciation for skateboarding. I loved old skateboarding videos and snowboarding videos. Uh-huh. Are you into that? Mm-mm. Okay. Mm-mm. See, I, I love that stuff. I love watching. Okay, I'm going to say something that's, I'm generalizing. Mm. I'm speaking from experience after watching this documentary, but... There were not a lot of um, girls in the audience watching any of this. There were zero. What about lesbians with bowl haircuts dipping? (laughs) I saw you in the background of one. (laughs) But it was funny because these guys clearly are not, they don't set out to do it to get chicks. But they naturally do. Well, eventually, I guess if you, I mean, I don't, listen, Uh first of all, I didn't know Tony Hawk was such a nerd. Did you know he was a nerd? He's like super nerd. How is he a nerd? He's one of those guys, and it's cute, that's what makes him cute, is he's not really self-aware of how he looks or acts, Uh you know what I mean? Somebody who, somebody who's a nerd you know somebody who's a nerd and i'm not coming straight from the mouth of a nerd i'm not saying that this that he did this because he didn't but like a nerd if he didn't know he was a nerd he might be talking to someone and just wipe his nose with his sleeve not even thinking about oh somebody might see me do this and it might look silly that's a nerd to you well what do you think a nerd is what's a nerd well, I mean, somebody, and I don't mean to perfectly describe you, but somebody with big glasses on, sitting in a library in a with library. books behind them. Well, how about the time that I had to tape them together? But yeah. Also, a nerd is like, they really like one thing. Well, yeah, you nerd out on something. Yeah, like Dungeons and Dragons. Remember that that game? And you would meet a guy and it's like, yeah, I, what are they? Oh, D&D. I'm into D&D. And you're like, Whoa. Yeah, but you can also be nerd out on fashion and nerd out on music. It doesn't seem as nerdy. Right. So I don't know that Tony Hawk being nerded out on skateboarding and wiping snot on his shirt. To me, that's the opposite of a nerd. That's somebody that's like, I don't care. Yeah, I got snot. You know, like somebody that might snort when they laugh. You know, like, (laughs) like that. I feel like I've heard you do that. <laughs> that may be true. Okay, I'm going to, as we go on, I'm going to come up with a very good example of what a nerd is. I just don't think Tony Hawk, I mean. You don't think he's a nerd? He's like the Bill Gates, you think Bill Gates is a nerd? Well, yeah. Okay, why? Because um, I somehow, I like computers and that's what I like. I'm sorry, who is this terrible impression of? <laughs> I think I just snorted when I laughed. Um, Tony Hawk is, I mean, he was certainly a scrawny kid. Yeah, he had long, gangly. Yeah. But I think of my son, Finn. He's so, uh, like... Nerdy? He's just... No. He's really thin, Mm -hmm. but he's a crazy athlete. And he, I guess, is nerdy because he nerds out on stats and he gets up and he checks sports stats first thing in the morning. So that's kind of nerdy. Wait, he's so young to be checking sports stats. He's done it since he was four. 
and he'll be six next month. Oh, my God. But he gets up at five in the morning and gets on Stephanie's phone and checks sports stats. Okay, that is a nerd. And you have a to tiny go to, nerd. To go to sleep, he likes to um, fall asleep doing math problems. So he'll ask Stephanie or myself to give him math problems, and he'll solve them as he oh, falls asleep. Oh, my God. That's insane. Yeah. We have to take a break. Oh, for, oh my God. Did we even say skateboard? Yeah, we've said skateboarding. We did say skate. You said skateboarder. <laughs> this is a movie about a skateboarder. Yeah. And okay. so we're going to take a break. But if this is your first time listening to the show, <laughs> I do want to put it out there that this is how the show goes. Yeah. No, it's not going to get better. Yeah. No, okay. it doesn't get better. No. Okay. The comfort of your favorite seat is now your comfy car-selling command center, thanks to Carvana. It doesn't get any better than this. Your favorite seat's the best spot in the house. Make it even better by entering your license plate or VIN and getting a real offer in minutes. There really is no place like home. And speaking of home, Carvana will pick up your car from yours after you finalize your offer. Visit Carvana.com or download the app and sell your car from your comfy place. CarMax is putting peace of mind back in car shopping by putting you in the driver's seat to find a ride that's right for you. Because at CarMax, we believe you shouldn't just settle for a car. You should love your car. That's why every car we sell is CarMax certified quality so you can be sure with upfront pricing that's the same for every customer. So don't settle. Find love at first drive and start shopping now at CarMax.com. CarMax, the way car buying should be. Okay, we're back. We're talking about Tony Hawk. And we're talking about nerds. Yes, he must know that. I'm not like breaking news. Anyway, his philosophy is never back down from failure. And if you believe you'll fail, then that manifests itself. So you have Mm -hmm. to believe in yourself 100%. Do you believe in yourself 100%? Uh, I do. I mean, mm-hmm. the things that I feel like I can do, I, I really, truly believe it. Do I think I'm a good singer? No. Do I want to get up in front of people and dance? Not really, but I, I mean, I can. Nobody's asking you to. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't heard one person uh, beg for that. Do you believe in yourself? A hundred percent. A hundred percent. On some things, right? Yeah, some things. But I mean, it must it must be like surgeons and athletes and... I mean, imagine being a surgeon. I feel like I could do that. <laughs> I would love for you to come into somebody's hospital room right before surgery, uh-huh. and they're like, oh, you're doing the surgery, and you're like, yeah, I'm going to... Eating my bag of quinoa black bean <laughs> chips. I'm going to give it a try, and I feel uh-huh. pretty confident I can uh, I do have a shaky spleen. hand, but <laughs> I'm going to give it all I got. I'm going to give it 100%. Mm-hmm. So just sit back and enjoy the ride. Do you have a shaky hand? No, a steady hand. Do you have a shaky hand? I have a steady hand, but when I go to do something, surgery? when I go to do surgery, <laughs> when you go to stitch somebody up, yeah, I do. My hand gets a little shaky. Oh, because you're like, concentrating so hard. Maybe I don't know what it is. Like, um, believe it or not, sometimes when I go out or do shows, I put on my face, which is mascara. Oh. And my hand gets a little shaky. Oh, putting on. Plus, I'm blind. And so I just can't see very well. And so the mess that I put on my eyes is just really deadly. You don't know what's going in in your eyeball. No. Um, Well, that brings us back to skateboards. (laughs) My God, (laughs) we haven't even. Okay, so Tony, from a very, very early age, Mm -hmm. you know, he was a real as they call him like troublemaker. He was mm-hmm. he was stubborn and he was difficult. And oh, you know, it was very sweet that he goes to visit his mom in the retirement home. Mm-hmm. That was sweet. It feels a little more advanced than just a retirement home. Uh, we'll, we'll call it assisted living. Yeah, yeah. That's that's definitely what it felt like. Yeah. It didn't yeah. feel like she had just packed up her right briefcase. Just quit her job and yeah. yeah. But he was so sweet with her, mm-hmm. very sweet. Mm-hmm. And so you get a good idea of who he is. And 
Well, you know what I what struck me about that first moment when you see him talking to his mother, it it's very much a moment that you can kind of tell that the director set up that moment with him visiting his mother. And I feel like those kind of moments in documentaries can sometimes feel very inauthentic, Mm -hmm. but that one didn't. Mm -hmm. And I was very impressed by how authentic and connected he seemed in that moment, even though it was clearly set up by the the director. Yeah, I agree. It kind of goes back to him being a nerd. Mm -hmm. Because he's like unaware. I mean, he had to be aware of the camera crew, but it didn't matter. You know what I mean? Well, yeah, his because sometimes people get so awkward or their face changes, their right. delivery becomes the weird. Gets higher. Hey, yeah, hey. yeah. Whereas he felt very grounded in the moment and very much he didn't feel like he was performing for the camera. Right. He felt like he was really connecting with her. Yes, I know it was very sweet. That really struck me uh, because I think it's very hard to do. Yeah, you know, I only speak from having been the star Literally. of a documentary myself wee, called Tig wee, wee, on Netflix. We have a lot of braggadocious alerts today. Well, We're not even halfway through this. You know, I'm trying to catch up with on all of yours. All of mine? Well, over the, the years now. <laughs> I feel like if, if somebody were to tally. Our braggadocious alerts? You think I would win? Oh, No, easy. that's not true. You know somebody right now is... Uh, Tallying? tallying and i hope that they that they write in immediately because you you know oh i i did this movie and i'm on tour and guess what what why are you shaking your shoulders (laughs) guess what city i'm going to Ooh, look at me i'm headed off to syracuse new york No offense, Syracuse. Well, uh, listen, you call it a braggadocious alert when I'm just talking about, you know, learning how to give perms in beauty school. So it's sometimes you call me out on one that's like, is that really a braggadocious alert? It's nerd alert. <laughs> we need a nerd alert. Giving, giving permanent waves. Permanent and that's, per- waves. first of all, my favorite thing to do is call things the longer version. You're giving permanent waves with big glasses on. I remember the facts. What does the facts stand for? Facsimile? Yeah. Facsimile. Okay, listen. Mm-hmm. Tony's mom was 43 when mm-hmm. she had Tony. Yep. Which I was like, okay. I was 39, 40. Mm-hmm. I, I was 45 when I had Max and Finn, I think. Wow. Old. Hey. And Tony has siblings, Steve, Lenore, Patricia, but they're much older and this was, this seemed weird. And what? That they always called him the little mistake. Like mm-hmm. his parents said, oh, here's our little mistake. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, is that any way to talk about your child? No. I guess I can't really relate because Max and Finn were the opposite of a mistake. Yeah, you had to go through a lot. Yeah, a lot of science and cash. <laughs> Braggadocious <laughs> alert! <laughs> I paid for my babies. <laughs> Whenever people are like, those little miracles, I was like, these are the opposite of miracles. There's nothing miraculous about their existence. There was a lot of planning, a yeah. lot going into it. So anyway, so Tony was their little mistake. And mm-hmm. at some point he started skating and he just loved it. I really related to that, I have to say, because I was very kind of off the rails as a kid and the, you know, class clown and I wasn't focused and I was... Had a lot of energy that you that couldn't focus. Uh, yeah. And I, I had some, you know, hard struggles at home and stuff. And I just felt like I didn't know what to do with myself and I didn't feel like I fit in, even though, mm. again, I bragged earlier, I was very popular. Oh. I still didn't know quite where I fit in, mm. um, you know, with my greasy bowl haircut and smoking cigarettes while my dog pulled me around. And um, in your white jeans that were bloody in your on white the hip. jeans. <laughs> and so, you know, it wasn't really until I got into stand up that I felt like, mm. oh, I do have this potential to focus and thrive. Mm. You belonged. Yeah. To a group of, of people that I don't necessarily 
connect with everyone, but yeah, you know. Well, Tony, you know, listen, Tony, he was a lot younger than the other skaters. Mm-hmm. The other skaters had a click going already, and and they didn't like him. Mm-hmm. They didn't like little Tony, scrawny, hawk, nerd. He was. I mean, when they show up there, he's like, hey, can I join your group? I was like, we're called Bones Brigade, Uh dude. Like, the guys were all tough and, like, tattoos and, you know, little Tony. Hey, can I join? I'll do anything. And then the one guy, this was sad, the one guy who was in Bones Brigade, Mm -hmm. um, he said, yeah, Tony wanted to join our group, so I told him to... Oh, yeah, he put his gum in his toes. Yeah, and then take the gum out and put it back in his mouth. And he's like, and he did. And then Tony's like, yeah, I did. It's like, <laughs> it's like what's going on? What am I watching? Is there any group of people you would want to be a part of so desperately? Like, what if I said, I'm going to offer you the role of best friend in my life, which you not you are not. <laughs> Make no mistake, you Make are no not mistake, that you person. are not my best friend. But if I offered that to you mm. and I said, I'm going to stick my gum in between my toes and uh. chew it, do you want that roll? Um, no, thank you. But that being said, I mean, I'm sure there's something. If I said, look, take, I'm putting out a Marvel movie and I want you to play what's a marvel character i can't name one marvel character. super dyke <laughs> super dyke and what's your superpower uh getting chicks you can seduce any lady that's right uh and you wore i was gonna say really tight leather but that's probably not attractive to you you wore nor is it vegan okay you got to wear real comfortable sweatpants <laughs> and Birkenstocks. Well, and I was like, and this is going to be the number one movie in every country around the world. The only thing uh-huh. you need to do is give me your gum. Uh-huh. I'll stick it between my toes uh-huh. and then I'll give it back to you and you you chew it. Would you do it? How clean are your feet? Um, uh, like, have you been walking around? Yeah, I've been walking around. It's not like you just got out of the shower and you've dried them off. Specifically so you could put your gum in between. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, this is like a day. Listen, you would just do it. Just do it. I don't know if it's worth it. Oh, it's worth it. It would be worth it. Okay, what would you do yeah. this for? Same. I want to be super dyke lady. <laughs> What's the Super dyke? <laughs> I want to be super dyke. Ah. <laughs> uh, I don't know. Um, okay, listen. <laughs> we have is, we haven't gotten any. We haven't even told you. This is the dumbest show. This is this is the this dumbest. Might be the worst one so this far. This is the that worst we not, show. We haven't told you one. This thing. This is a terrible show. <laughs> turn it off. <laughs> you know how we t- normally tell people to turn their vacuums off because we're going to say something good. Yeah, we tell them to pause. Now, it. this yeah, is like now, just turn it off completely. Just turn your show off. Just turn the show off <laughs> because it's not. Trust me when I say it's not going to get better than this. <laughs> this we we peaked. Um, okay, listen. Oh, no. We have to no. take a break. We no, have to take no, a... No, please. Cheryl, no, pipe please. down. We, we have to take a break. We haven't said anything about... We'll be right back. Oh, my God. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. 
Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. And we are okay, back on Tig and it. Cheryl. Tig. We're talking about Tony Hawk and gum in your toes and best <laughs> friendships. Here we go. And Super Dyke. So Frank Hawk, Tony's mm-hmm. dad, yeah. helped. Oh, this was interesting. Uh-huh. He helped form the National Skateboarding Association. Yeah. The NSA. Yeah. There has to be other organizations that NSA stands for, because that sounds like something. It's dangerously close to NASA. Ooh, very dangerous. <laughs> oh, my gosh. That I didn't think about, but, man, is that dangerous. <laughs> if you met somebody and they said, I work for I work for and the NSA, and then you'd be like, oh, NASA? It doesn't sound like NASA to me. It doesn't, NSA it doesn't remind doesn't me. doesn't sound like NASA to It you? doesn't remind me of NASA at all. But so, you are right. It is dangerously <laughs> close. <laughs> oh, so Frank Hawk, Tony's mm-hmm. dad. So Frank realized Tony is so gifted at mm-hmm. skateboarding, mm-hmm. and he's going to be doing this. So he wants to... To organize it. He wanted to take it up a notch. He wanted to kick it up a notch. I and, said take it up a notch. <laughs> well, I like it. It's really, it should be kick it up. Okay, kick it up a notch. But um, people didn't really like Frank Hawk that mm-hmm. much. Mm-hmm. People didn't like him because Frank was always yelling at people. And, you know, the skateboarders mm-hmm. are like, when you were watching them skateboard, didn't you feel like, ah, punks? Well, they're also playing the Sex Pistols right. and the Replacements and... Had some good music. I love the replacements. Yeah, it's not. A, this is not a good documentary to fall asleep to. This is no Honeyland. Well, it's funny you said that because I was sitting with my brother and my brother's father-in-law. Yeah. And my brother's father-in-law was holding the newborn baby who's two days old, <laughs> yeah. and he started to fall asleep. Oh. The the grandfather while he's holding the baby, and I I nudged my brother and pointed like, "Get ready." Ugh. Well, just like. Your father-in-law's holding oh, and falling asleep. the baby and falling asleep. <laughs> I, you know, I was, and so he actually had no problem falling asleep to the replacements. <laughs> Were you worried that he was going to drop the baby? Wasn't his well, arm supported? His arm wasn't supported? I don't know. I was just, you know, people can fall asleep and then just like twitch and I don't know, don't you know. know. You're a nervous man. He's a Nelly. very nice man. Yes, of course. Um, so there are a lot of, um, characters in this mm-hmm. film that yeah. were like superstar skateboarders at this time in the eighties, yeah. right? Um, Christian Hosoy was one. Mm-hmm. And then Tony, when he competed with Christian, people booed Tony. Mm-hmm. He was mean. Tony was just a little nerdy kid. And what's his name? Who was, oh, Mike McGill. Mm-hmm. He invented the 540. Yeah. Honestly, I felt like they were speaking a different language. It would yeah. be like, oh, I was about to do a, a lip slip, and then I saw him land. A nip slip? The, 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 the lip slip. The lip slip. Wasn't that a thing? Nip slip. Is that a thing, a lip slip? <laughs> I was about to do the nips. Nip slip. Nip slip. <laughs> <laughs> I was about to do the nip slip. No, the li- Skate until your boobs flop out. <laughs> The lip slip. Uh huh. That's a thing, right? I mean, I, I could tell you what it is. I know. <laughs> By the way, do they just look for abandoned pools? Yeah. And that's it? And then they just all of a sudden you have a bunch of little punkers skating yeah. in your pool? Yeah. That's terrifying. I think it'd be so fun if I opened my back blinds or curtains and had a swimming pool full of sweaty little, <laughs> little <nerds>. skaters <laughs> skating around to the replacements. The sex pistols. The sex pistols. Uh, okay, so Tony. So Tony is now, he's competing with these guys he always looked up to. The guys can't believe how good Tony is. And something, something about... He's doing his swirly, twirly tricks. Yes, when you go up on the saw, the lips slip, and you usually the guys hold on to their skateboards when they get air. But uh, Not Tony. Tony Not didn't. our Tony. But he instead didn't hold on to a skateboard and miraculously his feet 
would stay on the skateboard? Yeah, that's right, Cheryl. (laughs) (laughs) That is correct. I mean, you can see this over and over again in this documentary. You get to see a lot of it. Like I said, I enjoy it. That's where Stephanie and I also connect. She loves those kind of snowboarding videos Mm. and skating. and. Well, it's interesting that you say videos because the Bones Brigade, like Mm -hmm. this little group of these you know, teenage skaters. skaters. They started putting out videos. Yeah. Right when people were buying a v- v- Go v- on. <laughs> VCRs. Uh-huh. VCRs. That's right. right. VCRs with the VHS, you know, those giant tapes. That's right. God, it seems like yesterday. Yeah. Remember you had all those stacks and then you would have to record something, you tape over something else and people would get mad. Yeah, I do remember. What was also weird because you, I mean, before you could set the timer for the VCR, you would have to be home to press record. So it's like, if you're already home. Here's the thing is it's the early days of that element of technology and there's no reason to get so upset about it that's all that they could offer at the time cheryl you know what i was thinking about the other day remember tivo i do when tivo came out that was crazy well hold on when tivo came out i truly saw it and immediately thought well this will be at garage sales in a month (laughs) and sure enough garage sales it wasn't oh i guess you did have did you have to have a little tivo box yeah you had you bought a box and i was like they're just gonna incorporate this into your package of you know whatever your cable package is and sure enough oh i was right oh you're saying you're saying ahead of everybody tivo if you really want to fight about I this i do we because can. i think you're full. i'll i'll leg wrestle you <laughs> i will leg wrestle you until you know your head pops win. off by the way i don't i know i, I don't want to go on and on about yeah. leg muscles well you haven't even started but um <laughs> but yeah i when i saw tivo i was just like oh please that stupid tv oh. with the weird ears oh like my the, god i love that little the antennas thing. no and i love when i would get home and they like um hey Yes, the little noises. It was like, I I found something for you to watch. I'd be like, oh my God, thank you, Tivo. You're right. Do you remember also that we're supposed to be talking about Tony Hawk? Oh, shit. But I just want to say, remember Mm -hmm. the first time that you paused live TV and you were like, what? Yeah. I wish I still had... (laughs) I wish I had Tivo and Blackberry. Oh, my Blackberry. Oh, I've held on to Blackberry way God, too long. Dang it. I loved my Blackberry. I know. I remember I, I don't even know if Stephanie and I were dating, but I sure liked her a lot. Mm-hmm. I remember telling her over text, I said, I, I just got an iPhone today. And it was so long after people got iPhones. <laughs> and she was like, yeah. And she was just like, who, uh-huh. who, who cares? It's okay. Yeah. Okay. Oh, I like that you were real proud of you. Remember pagers? Listen, when I moved to LA, and I was, you know, an actress, and I had a pager, and I would wait tables, but you weren't allowed to wear your... Braggadocious <laughs> alert! You weren't allowed to wear a pager, but I had to have it on my person in case my yeah. agent paged me. And one time I was taking someone's order, and I wore it between my bra. Oh, like the lady in... Uh... Hello. <laughs> Hello. Like the lady that would carry the sperm sample, or that she would tuck in her bra. What was that? We just did Our Father. Our Father. The Our Father episode. It was just, I was just like the Our, Our Father nurse. But anyway, I had the uh, pager in my bra, and I was t- taking someone's order, and my pager vibrated, and I was like, um, can I take your order? And they all looked at me like I was crazy. Did they say, do you have a pager in between <laughs> your... They were really worried, like I was having some sort of... They said, are you okay? And I said, listen, don't tell anybody. <gasps> I have a pager on my bra, and that means you told them. Yes, because what am I going to do? I, well, you know, and don't plus, tell anybody I have a pager in my bra. I could, oh I could have gotten fired for that, but I thought they would want to know that their waitress might be, you know, booking a low rent <laughs> commercial somewhere, booking a reenactment of when animals attack. Um, <laughs> Oh, my God. Okay, listen, I'm circling back. Mm -hmm. Then 
because of the videos. Yeah. People were passing them around. I mean, it was a game changer because now people could watch it in slow motion. Other kids could see how they do the tricks. Yeah. And these guys were all of a sudden like superstars. Mm-hmm. I mean, there was a lot of talk in this film about the 900. Yeah. So Tony spent a lot of time trying to do the 900. Yeah. Which I honestly was not mm-hmm. that invested in. Mm-hmm. I didn't care. Well, I'm sure you there's stuff you've done in your career that Tony and his friends probably don't care about. Vocal warm-ups. <laughs> Let's hear it. <laughs> Do the 900 version of vocal warm-ups. <laughs> Something like that. Why do people do vocal? I have I have acted for wow. years and I've wow. never had I have never had to do that. Not once have I rapped on a TV show or movie and thought, mm. why didn't I do vocal warm ups? Yeah, you should. You know, it's good to. So so if you know your first line, you're not like, hey, oh, <clears throat> hey. So it's to clear your voice. Well, all- <laughs> who's Jeff, the very tall actor, really cute. Foxworthy. <laughs> no, you know, Jeff in Jurassic Park, the fly, Jeff, uh-huh. Go- Go- uh, Jeff- Goldblum, Goldblum. So Jeff Goldblum is a friend of mine. <laughs> Clearly. Braggadocious alert. <laughs> I was talking to him on the phone and I said I was I said, What are you doing? And he's like, I am just throwing my vocal up. And I was like, Oh my god. And he does vocal warm ups, you know, for hours at a time. By himself, I guess in his home. I said, I just imagine him like sitting in his living room naked, playing the piano, doing his vocal warm-ups. Why naked? Ah, he seems like it. Doesn't he seem like he's just very com- For sure. comfortable with his form? For sure. Yeah. For sure. I mean, that's probably when he feels most relaxed. Mm-hmm. I'm just guessing. Why didn't you ask him when you were on the phone with him? Well, Are you naked? <laughs> because, because that sounds like... That's how You're you start. Interested. That's how you start phone sex. That's the the only way to get into it. Is are you naked? That is. Listen, I told you. I I used to be a monitor on a nine hundred number, and people were. I not, don't remember this. Oh, this was back in the eighties. One nine hundred nine 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 chat, and you were not allowed to have phone sex on this line. So it was my job to cut people off if they did have phone sex. But of course, you know, I would listen for a little while. But it always would start with, uh, what are you wearing? Well, now, wouldn't that be the job of an absolute pervert to be a phone monitor to stop people from phone sex? No, I was the one, I was in charge of keeping the conversation going, Mm -hmm. steering it away from sex. Mm -hmm. And why were people calling this number to chat? They didn't have friends. Or, you know, they, they... They were naked. You know they were naked. These people had to be naked. And that was the thing, too. It would always start with, what are you wearing? And the girl would always say, nothing except high heels. <laughs> <laughs> and then, I mean, I'm sure I've told you this before. The, one of the other monitors. So when we would get somebody who was having phone sex, we'd turn it up so everybody in the room could hear um, and then, you know, before we cut them off. And then uh. this one, and it would it always start like this. What are you wearing? Nothing but high heels. And then she said to the guy, how big are you? And he said, oh, how big am I? I would say four inches. And the girl that I was working with said, hello, you're on the phone. You could at least lie about it. And then the guy freaked out. Wait, she would chime in and well, say that? Yes, and you're not supposed to. We weren't supposed to. But at that point, they were already breaking the rules. What made you get this job, Cheryl? I was in college. Uh-huh. My name was Cookie. <laughs> college Cookie? <laughs> My handle was Cookie. And I would do this like all night long. Because you were a sweet little bite? <laughs> I was a sweet little bite. And then the other girl was um, Destiny. And I'm sorry, but Cookie and Destiny are trying to stop (laughs) 
phone sex from happening. <laughs> yes, that was our job. Do you name yourself or does your boss say, welcome aboard, your new um, name is Cookie. Next, you... welcome aboard, your new name is... I mean, everybody sort of named each other. Okay. Somebody named me Cookie and I was like, okay, yeah, I like it. <laughs> Cookie. <laughs> But everybody had a nickname. So yeah. when somebody would call in, you'd say, hi, new caller. Who's this? And they'd say, Mercedes. And you'd say, hey, Mercedes. Hey, Mercedes. Cookie hey. here. <laughs> Mercedes. <laughs> Cookie here. And don't have phone sex on this line. And then they would. And then <laughs> you would have to cut them off. Oh, my God. Tony Hawk. Okay. <laughs> Tig. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Here we go. So so he skated around, he got divorced, he had kids. <laughs> he, skated, he skated around, he, he did the lift. He fell down, he, he hit his lift. head, he hurt his elbow. He did a lot of lifts. <laughs> Are you drunk? No, but it is funny because the whole documentary is just like... Whoosh. Just like up one side he of the pool. He skated around a little more. He, he had more kids. Like up one side of the pool, down. Up Skating one. came back. He uh, was in debt. He got out of debt. A lot of people bought his skateboards. Uh, they couldn't keep up with how many skateboards they were making. That is true. Because, okay, in 1999, the X Games were invented. So he, Tony, had been working on... Skating around. <laughs> Skating around doing the 900. <laughs> 900 numbers. <laughs> but he never, nobody had ever done the 900. And yeah. then in the X Games, he attempted the 900, didn't yeah. get it. And he got up and said, I want to try again. And they didn't do it again. And then he didn't didn't do it again. I don't know how many times he tried, but everybody, every time he'd get up, everybody was like, come on, Tony, you can do it. And then, <laughs> and then, <laughs> and then he uh, did it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's the story. That's the whole story. <laughs> 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 and then he did it. <laughs> That's the whole story. Oh my gosh. What if somebody asked us what this documentary was about? Which is essentially what our show is. And this is this is what we've done. He tried to do the 900, and then he did it. That's the, yeah. that's the whole documentary. And then he met his new wife, and they yes, seem yes. like they're on the same yes. level. And yes, they, they, that's right. And at yeah. some point, this was fun, too, because uh, he did a video game. That became very popular. Tony he Hawk's got a $5 million check, and yeah. then more money came and later. two years later, he got a check for $20 million. Is that a lot of money? Oh, braggadocious alert. <laughs> I like for you, it's not. I wouldn't know. I just, there's no way to know. There's no way to know. Um, And so then you find out, and I thought this was introduced a little late in the doc, as people mm-hmm. say. And it wasn't clear to me what his issues were. Well, he was, it was hard for him to, you know, connect emotionally. and um... And he said... Fame was the worst drug, and he had committed infidelity. Yeah. And he wasn't happy with the choices he was making. And then he went into rehab? Yeah, I wasn't sure if it was like if he was a drug addict or sex addict or... He didn't say. Yeah, but he went into some sort of recovery. Yeah, but so he did, he, he got... I don't want to say clean and sober because I don't, I don't we know don't anything. Know. We don't know. I know. I did feel like I missed something no, you when didn't. he went into rehab. No, they didn't But I did us. connect with finding, you know, when I found Stephanie, that changed my life. Right. Because I just, I don't know. I just felt like I was kind of wandering around telling jokes and dating different people. And, and I just didn't think it was in the cards for me to find a partner like that. Yeah. Like you're saying, I mean, he when he met her, he really wanted to 
it basically he was saying be the best version of himself yeah yeah which is really nice and then the other you know the sad part is that also his dad died yeah his dad died that was a there's, I think, a lot of stuff clearly around that relationship. Yeah, that was some pain and some deep love and yeah challenges and because he was embarrassed by his father because his father was such a driving force in the in SA. Um, that NASA. <laughs> Did you say na- his dad was? Uh, your dad was a his dad was a um, big part of NASA. He was actually, um, what are they called when people go into astronaut? space? Astronaut. Okay. That's right. Mm-hmm. But people would make fun of Tony for mm-hmm. his father being so closely um, mm-hmm. involved. Yeah. But um, Tig, to, to this day, Tony uh, still pushes himself to do extreme tricks. He mm-hmm. learned. <laughs> this doesn't. <laughs> this doesn't sound. When I say this, it's not going to sound that great, but... Go on. He learned... He learned to skate... He learned to skate a loop the loop Say it again. <laughs> oh, no. Now, look, I'm literally... Yeah, you're wiping, wiping snot, snot on your my- shirt. He learned what a to nerd. he learned to skate the loop de loop. And he still takes huge slams. Mhm. <laughs> With his lip slips. Ah, <laughs> uh, shoot. Okay, so anyway, Tony has invented over 100 tricks. Skateboarding mm-hmm. is now in the Olympics. And at the, the age of 54, Tony still Skates multiple times a day and has landed. Well, I think it's four to five times a week, right? That's what I remember it saying. Okay. But, well, you know, I don't need what to, listener need to is angry about if it's four times a week or if it's a few times a day? No, nobody, well, nobody cares. They come here for the facts. <laughs> oh, my God. Imagine if there's a skateboarder that's actually listened to this whole thing. Hoping that they'd hear one fact come out of her mouth. You know, I wish that at the end of my documentary that it was announced that I was finally able to do the loop. <laughs> <laughs> He's finally able to do And at age 51, she's finally able to do the loop-de-loop. <laughs> To do the loop to loop. You know, at your funeral, and I'll be there. Mm-hmm. Thank you. I'm going to say that. I'm going to say and Cheryl, <laughs> at the very end of her life, was able to do the loop de loop. <laughs> will you say that at my funeral? Yeah, I will. Do you think you'll go to mine? Yeah, of course. Of course. Who do you think's going to die first, me or you? Well, I don't know. It's a tough one. You're older. I told you, I thought I was poisoned on an airplane once. Didn't I tell you that? No. If you did, I wasn't listening. (laughs) What if I die trying to do the loop de loop? (laughs) Then I probably would not point it out because that would just you know It would be I would insist that you mention that at my funeral. She died doing the one thing she loved doing. That she didn't know how to do. The loop de loop. The The loop de loop. Um okay listen, Tony Mm -hmm. is fifty four. Yeah. And he last landed. <laughs> I mean, this is important. He last landed a 900 at the age of 48. Uh-huh. 48? I thought he was 54. Well, oh, oh, right, right, right. Okay. When he was 48, he okay, decided, you know what? The 900 is... <laughs> It's too dangerous, and yeah. yeah. So I'm gonna, I'm gonna stop at 48 with the 900. Still just yeah. lift. <laughs> no, please, Tony, please. I hope you're not listening, and I really do appreciate. I do appreciate his skills, honestly. Whoo, God, it sounds like it. <laughs> Best, he's the best in the world at what he at does. At loops. <laughs> okay, uh, Tig, are you ready for um, 
Yes. Anything. <laughs> I'm ready for whatever is next. It's time for Happily Ever After Thoughts, where we give our final thoughts on this week's documentary. <sighs> Did you cry? No. Did you? No. Mm-mm. Okay. Who were you attracted to? Um, this is going to sound weird because... <laughs> <laughs> what? I like that you could say something that sounds any weirder than things that we've already talked about today. Okay, what? Well, I'm just saying it sounds like an inappropriate thing to say, but mm. this person is clearly an adult. I was going to say I was attracted to his son. He was cute. He was He was cute. really cute. Oh. He seemed really cool. Oh. Riley. Riley, Riley, Riley. Yeah. Yeah. So that's that's why I'm saying it sounds weird. He's because a grown, I say, he, he's a grown man. Yeah, he's a grown man. Everybody. I mean, he's definitely younger than me, and I don't know that I'm his type. And let's be <laughs> honest, I'm not sure that he's really my type, but I would say He's a, you were attractive. Yeah. yeah. What about you? I liked uh Christian Hosoy. He was kind of cute, you know. Uh-huh. He was part uh-huh. of the the boy, the bat, the bones. <laughs> oh, how about the one skater who's now very philosophical and <gasps> very sweet? Yeah, that one guy, he seemed like he could start a church. Yes. What was his name again? Mm. Rodney Mullen. Rodney Mullen. I liked him. Uh, all right, listen. Oh, gosh, I have got to catch my breath. Okay. That's all for this week's episode. Um, next week, we'll be talking about Holy Hell on Amazon Prime. Oh, boy. Okay, Tig, before we go, would you like to mm-hmm. hear some true fan mail? Oh, yes. Okay. Please. This is from Kara S. Hey, Kara hey, S. Hey. hey. Uh, hi there. I was just hi. listening to the podcast and loved the quick chat about firefighters. I started as an AmeriCorps wildland firefighter in Colorado. Braggadocious <laughs> alert! <laughs> wow, Kara got a braggadocious alert. <laughs> when I returned home to New England, Martha's Vineyard to be precise, okay. I joined the local volunteer fire department. I wanted to thank you for using the term firefighter rather than fireman. It's a little thing, but it makes a difference. We have six female firefighters on our department and several more on the island. The outfits you refer to are called bunker gear or turnout gear. Thank you, Tig, Cheryl, and Thomas. This really is a great podcast. I feel as though I don't even need to watch some of these documentaries (laughs) after after the careful analysis provided by Tig and Cheryl. (laughs) Best Cara S. Captain EMT Edgartown Fire. Whoa. Wow. We learned a lo- we learned more in that email than ever. <laughs> we salute you. We do salute you. Wow. Kara S must be in great shape. We do salute you. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> That's my impression of you. <laughs> okay. This is from uh Lindsay. Hey Lindsay. Hey Lindsay. Hey. hey. Hi, Tig and Cheryl. I love your podcast. It's always a highlight of my week. I didn't realize how much until yesterday. Our family has been going through a stressful time, and I've been very down lately. Apparently, my 10-year-old son noticed. He told me, Mom, why don't you listen to Tig and Cheryl? I asked him why, and he said, because it always makes you laugh and get happy. So true. Thank you for a little comedic relief every week. Love you guys. Lindsay Lara. Stylist. Oh, She's one of my people. Are you a stylist? <laughs> I, went, I went to school for it. You did? I went to beauty I went to beauty school. We don't need Well, to- I didn't know that included stylist. I thought you went to beauty school to do terrible haircuts like you did on me <laughs> when you were drunk. I consider myself a stylist. Okay. I wish you would have mentioned that. You guys, we do love hearing from you. Oh, my gosh. Please. You can follow us on Instagram, Twitter. Leave us a review. Whatever you want. Tig, do you have anything to promote? Well, as I was mentioning earlier, I am on tour. Mm -hmm. Um, You can go to Mm tignotaro.com. I'll be in San Diego on July 23rd. Mm -hmm. 
and uh, oh, Ottawa. Oh, going to Hawaii at some point. I just keep remembering. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah I am. I'll be in Honolulu. Mm-hmm. Toronto. I have two shows in Toronto. Okay. It it goes on and on, okay. and I'm I I honestly can't remember no, all the places There's no way that I'm know. going. There's no possible way to know except to go to tignotaro.com, and also my album. It's called Drawn, and it is the audio version of my animated special on HBO. So get that, and uh, also I have a okay. another podcast called Don't Ask Tig. Okay, all right. Okay. What do you have going on? Listen, it's the usual. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's all I'm going to say. <laughs> okay. Should we do it again? Yes, let's do it again. Tig and Cheryl True Story is hosted by me, Cheryl Hines, and Tig Notaro. It's produced by Gabby Kovacic and Thomas Willett. Audio engineered and edited by Thomas Willett with music by David Susson. Special thanks to Patrick McDonald and Stephanie Allen. Follow us on social media for updates and review and rate True Story on Apple Podcasts. We really appreciate it. You can email us at Tig and Cheryl True Story at gmail.com. That was a HeadGum Podcast.